This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. All righty, here we go. Welcome to the KBJ Show. So nice to say it's a Tuesday. Yeah, bitches. Only three more days left here in the week. Damn, we're already at World Record of Wednesday Eve. I know, right? That was quick. Yep. That's what happens when you don't show up on Monday. And tens <laughs> of people are talking about it. Mm-hmm. And it's not good talk. <laughs> so happy to be there. It's nice. Virginia had a nice little weekend. She went to go check out that Florida State beatdown of LSU. <laughs> It was sad to be leaving the stadium decked out in my LSU gear. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's tough. You know, that, that's a game they can lose and they could still salvage a season. That Clemson beat down by Duke last night, that's the kind of stuff. When your team starts off, and, and college is not like the NFL, where the NFL, you can take a loss and be like, oh my gosh, but you can still rebound. You know, because pretty much every team is going to have, I mean, a good team has three losses going to the playoffs. So he's like, oh, well, get him next week. But, you know, sometimes when it comes to college ball, that's what really sucks. Your team does what Clemson did last night, and you're like, gosh, man, it's like the season's already over. Yeah, how do you recover from a beating? Yeah, I just, you know, you look at that to get whooped by Duke. It, that's a team that you're probably thinking, oh, we're going to get back into the play. That's all they're talking about before the game. We're going to be back in the playoff, and it ain't going to happen now. Well, if our fucking defense can hold strong. No, I'm just, <laughs> I, I always love when fans, our defense, as if they're on the team. So if our defense can hold up, we're great. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no it's, that's not true, because my Buckeyes, the defense held up. Uh, the offense looked like dog shit. No, I, I, They're I, in trouble. I how'd the Buckeyes do? Uh, they won. They were supposed to win by 30. They only won by 20, and so uh, Buckeye fans want to fire the coach. Oh, boy. They always want to fire. The, they're are just, Buckeye like I said, fans little bitches? Terrible. They're a bunch of little bitches. They yeah, really they won. Are. Like, stop. They, they won by only 20. <laughs> They so, say one by only 20. They won by only 20, and now they want to fire the coach. Them Buckeye fans sound like some high-maintenance bitches. Yeah. They, they, there's a lot. It's, it's, I've gotten to the point, in fact, I kind of told myself, because I would go to Twitter to get all the news and the updates and all that kind of stuff, and, man, the conversation around it brought me down so much last year. I told myself, I'm like, I'm not going to get so much into it. There you go. Yeah, not going to get so much into it. I think you should focus your time on wrestling. Because, you? you know, it's already fucked anyway. <laughs> that doesn't feel like it's a good idea. Wrestling. Inter- entertainment. Yeah. He's going to go the other way. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go the other way. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, that's uh, the stuff from uh, over the weekend. Uh, Bird had up his uh, Vlad cam with his possessed doll. I- I'm going to do that again. I'm gonna- Okay. That was fun. Yeah. 
Why not? I would like to. It, it was kind of a little hairy there for a minute because I wasn't sure what songs were copywritten. You know, YouTube can be a dick. You never know when they're going to pull the rug from you. Sure. But uh, if we can figure out a way to play some, you know, music that just you put the camera on Vlad, mm. they change it up every few. He was, he was in a car at one point, Vlad. Okay, yeah. Was dancing at one point. Yeah. yeah I, it was that's kind of cool. Yeah, why not? And, you know, the whole reason why we're doing that is because. Um, your uh, buddy Twigs was saying last week that he swore that doll moved. And so we put the camera on Vlad to see if the actual possessed doll moves. Did he? They, they, him and the other dude, they, they just felt like it did move. And I swore I didn't touch it. At least I don't think I touched it. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, they turned into some bitches and they left right away, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, baby. That's it. Uh, one thing uh, we got to address here today. Um, Joe Ponton was texting me about it yesterday. He'd had uh, somebody he knows that had these anti-Semitic packets dropped on their front lawn. It happened in West Palm, Wellington, and Okeechobee, and they're they're trying to figure out who they are, hate speech stuff. It was around 3 a.m., they think, uh, Monday morning that uh, it was going on, and PBSO is asking if anybody has any security footage that maybe they can try to get to uh, who did it. Now, I don't know exactly what you get them for. I don't know if it's littering. I don't know if it's hate speech. It should be both. And, you know, I guess it would be considered that um, hate speech, and then that's why it wouldn't be considered free speech would be my question. Yeah, hate speech isn't free speech. It's hate speech Mm -hmm. and it's littering. Yeah, so there is somebody that sent this in uh, from Sugar Pond Manor, and they said uh, the anti-Semitic packages were tossed onto people's property at 2.54 a.m. this morning, uh, they believe, by a small red pickup. So it looks like they're at least getting down to the type of vehicle that it was. So they're trying to figure out exactly who did this and uh, – they have the non-emergency line you can call for PBSO. Well, it, they're, you're, they're targeting people. It's it, That becomes a hate crime at that point. Mm-hmm. That, that really is a thing where you can, I think people sometimes, uh, you can't go to someone's house and do that. Sugar Pond Manor. That sounds delicious. It Ooh, does. It does. <laughs> yeah. I will Let's have, not spread hate in Sugar Pond. No. Yes. Spread love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of stuff just has to, that has to go. There's no room for that. Nobody wants that. So hopefully they do find those people and whatever they can throw at them. I hope they throw at them and I hope it hits them in the face. All right. I got an email from Crystal. She is calling out the entire WRMF radio station. Oh, boy. I love it. Let's let's dig. She said, why don't you guys screen these callers for the high, low cash jackpot? Half of the battle of playing this game is getting through to be caller number nine. Imagine trying so hard all day long, every day to be the ninth caller and not getting through. And then you go to listen to the lucky one that actually did get through only to hear them guess an amount that is already lower or higher than a previous guess. They clearly were not following along. They took an opportunity away from someone who actually was listening to your radio station all day to really win. And yeah, I got in a text on Friday and they're like, okay, it looks like KVJ will have the winner. And so I kind of was a little, I'm like, cool, we're going to have a winner. We're going to start off our week that way. And then they, they didn't get it. You mean, are they saying uh, as far as when we get the ninth caller, let them know what the... Well, there's no way we can do that, you know, because they say, why don't you screen them? Well, that's that's the process of having them on the air is they have to guess. And it's 
one of those things, yeah, it's maddening, yes, but, you know, it's just the way the game is played. You know, if we if we screened them out, well, but, where, where does that start? You can't do that because then all we'd be doing is giving away jackpots. We'd be like, okay, no, 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 that's that's too high. I guess it's something lower. And then and if she's talking about they, they sound awful, meaning get better people on the air, if no, it's the they, ninth caller, you can't No, scream. she's they, saying that they don't know where we are in the count. I yes. think that's part of the because I think I think the per, you know, that's part of the game and yeah. the person I think that we were supposed to have this morning if they were listening to all the guesses that's what I got from the text on Friday was that we should have had a winner today like it was narrowed down like you had a high and a low on either side sense wise of what the guess was so there's no doubt that if anybody's played the game right your first caller on Tuesday morning should be a jackpot winner and we did not have a winner. And so I, I get you, you're frustrated and the game drives you crazy, but, you know, that's unfortunately just that's part of the game that, you know, somebody who did not hear the last couple of guesses uh, got through and kind of took you backwards. So it's kind of a waste of guess. Sometimes life kicks you right in the nuts or mm-hmm. the clit, whatever you want to. The clam. Yeah, insert yeah. whatever. <laughs> So I'm I'm sorry that uh, you're upset at the radio station, all of us. It's just, uh, you know, that's the crazy thing about the game. So it does just happen. So hopefully, PS you know, though, people would say, hey, if I don't have all the guesses, then maybe I won't call and take a chance away from somebody who might have a chance to win at 9 a.m. with KBJ. That's what somebody at my remote on Friday was explaining to me. She was like, hey, I'm out here at your remote. I didn't hear the last guess. Right. So I'm not going to call in in the next hour because I don't want everybody to be mad at me. That's really what the message is because it's it's driving people insane when <laughs> you should have the jackpot winner. Like I said, we've been robbed twice where we should have had a jackpot winner and both times the person who got through to us uh, did not know it. So to me, I think the only thing you can do is blame Denny's. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I am so glad someone didn't corner me at Publix and do So what's going on with the game? Oh, no. This girl came up to me at my remote, and she had her list in her oh, hand. Shit. She had been writing down all the times all day. And then she looked up at me, and she goes, oh, my gosh, I just missed it. Can you find out what it is? And I'm like, I don't even know how to find that out. I wouldn't even know who to call. And so she missed that hour's guess, and she's like, all right, well, I'm not going to be calling in next hour because I didn't hear it, and I don't want everybody to be mad at me. Oh, mm. man. My, my answer would have been worse. I would have just said, I am so sorry. It's just all so fucked. <laughs> and when I say it's all so fucked, I just, it's just all of it. There's so much to break yeah. down in life. Yeah. Oh, and uh, somebody said Randy got the winner. My Lately. dad? Oh, our boss. Yeah. <laughs> You're the juicy daddy. <laughs> Oh, it just happened? Yeah, just oh, happened. Oh, so, it just happened. Yeah, so like it, it should have been us, but yeah, the person we got at nine had not been paying attention and they and they were they were a good bit off. Okay. That's why I was like, oh wait a minute. I thought we were closer now. Oh boy, is that why the Okay, that makes sense why people were angry. Yeah, I mean Jaybird's right. Yell at Denny's. No, Kevin, that was Kevin who said that. Kevin Kevin's right, yell at Denny's. <laughs> And don't don't yell at me like you yelled at Virginia. If you see me, I, I will shut down. It's all fucked. Well, we can't help you because we're not good with numbers, and we are not given the number, unlike Kevin. Like, they don't trust me and Jaybird with all that kind of important stuff. I wouldn't even, yeah. I, I would explain it wrong. That's what I mean. Mm. I, would, I would just do so much damage. So much yeah. damage. And, and you would just see the wake of a bird. Destruction. <laughs> Alexandria said, uh, so when Bird said that we should have a creep law on the Friday show, I flashed back to college. 
I'm now in South Florida, but I was born and raised in North Carolina. I went to a college at Appalachian State in the mountains. And while I was there, there was a guy who got arrested for breaking into dorms and apartments and tickling and massaging, massaging college girls. He never went any further than that, and he would just leave right after. But it was so crazy to everybody that he never got caught. And we always wonder what happened to this tickler. Oh, he escalated his game. You don't, you don't just graduate at breaking in and tickling. That was that was his phase he was going through. I, to me, he without a doubt graduated to another level of creep. And that is, throw that motherfucker in jail. He is so creepy. That's do you know how. That's so scarring to somebody. Someone breaks into your house and tickles your feet and your ribs. And it's going to escalate. That's this, this guy is just getting started. Guy's a monster. Mm-hmm. He's a creep monster. If I was the judge, the clink, 10 years, Virginia. Yeah. I don't hate it. Got some weird stuff going on there in the hills of North Carolina. Uh, Jessica, who lives in Madison, Wisconsin, she said, uh, I just got back from a road trip to North Carolina and I made a pit stop in Asheville. Uh, which was amazing. Yes, if you love craft beer, that is uh, probably the best town in America to go to, one of them at least. I had to share the most random vending machine ever that I found at one of the breweries. As you can see from the photos, there are some interesting items. I think uh, Jaber would have loved the ra- Rowdy Roddy Piper soda. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, Wait, you've combined soda and wrestling? Oh my yeah. God, it's amazing. <laughs> wrestling, does, they dial into their audience, by the way. They're very good. I see in there they've got uh, chiclets, um, Colgate toothpaste. They have a ping pong paddle, a skillet, uh, an actual WWE wrestling doll. They have got a Mariah Carey CD. Oh. And it all looks like a dollar, and you just put it in there, and you just get some something random and ridiculous. You never know what you're going to get? That- no, you do. You can see it, but it's a dollar, and so you can see everything that's right there. But if you're like going, yeah, I went into this uh, brewery, and I got a ping pong paddle for a dollar. <laughs> it's I love that idea. I Look think it's that, so fun. That vending machine is a mess slash awesome. Now, maybe it just, maybe it does. It looks like you do get to choose which slot you want. So okay. you wouldn't be able to see what you're getting. But everything's a dollar? Everything, yeah. Just because I saw on <laughs> the vending machine there, it said a dollar. So you put it at a dollar and then I, whatever you want to get. I got to tell you, that's a grand slam for me. I think that's amazing. Yeah, that's a, that's a cool concept. Oh, that'd be, that's a good vending <laughs> machine. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Huh. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And uh, this is something uh, Carlos, he said, I work for a big shipping company that rhymes with Schmed Schmex. 
At one pickup stop I go to daily, I use the restroom, and I look down, and I see the paint chipping off the wall just above the urinal, but it's shaped in the form of a mountain range, and there's a small black mark that looks exactly like someone snowboarding down the mountain, arms out and everything. I attach the pictures for you. He said, I think Vlad is making me see things. Hashtag freaking Vlad. Tell me, does that look like a mountain range? It does. It does. And then look here. There's the photo of... The guy going down the mountain, you can see him right oh, there. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, does it look like a mountain range right above that urinal just where the paint is chipping totally. out? Totally. He's snowboarding. He's snowboarding, and there's his shadow on the snow. Yeah, I can see it. That's pretty unreal, huh? Wow. That's It cool. looks like a Bob Ross kind of. It does. It does. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> where that. is this place? We all want to use that urinal. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah, let's find out there. Very interesting. <laughs> Uh, let me see. Uh, Feedy said, hey, I just wanted to uh, thank you for keeping me sane in the past few nightmare weeks. And let me tell you, COVID is still strong and kicking. My mother-in-law came to visit, and unfortunately, we all got COVID. Oh, no. I've never got it before. Let me just say, it's been a nightmare, the worst experience ever. The first three days were awful because of fever and unbelievable pain that I got weakness and tachycardia. My heart starting uh, spiking just for washing my face. I went to the ER because it's been unbearable, but they said it's COVID and they couldn't do anything. I'm now on day 15 and I'm still oh, struggling. 15? With uh, weakness, the tachycardia, and shortness of breath. I turned 48 a few days ago and I never had heart issues before, although I do have a bunch of other issues. Crazy. Yeah, my husband also had it uh, hard, but thankfully is better now. My point is that COVID is still strong, so people need to be careful, especially around fragile people. I have definitely seen it kicked up again in my own circles of people that I know and care about catching COVID. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like not gone. And it's just like, really? Yeah, well, I saw I the, think, uh, the first lady. Fair. Yeah, Jill Biden's got it now. Well, I don't think it's going anywhere. I think it's going to be, I think it's just a, a disease we're going to have to deal with for the rest, you know. Yeah, but I'd heard it was uh, more milder forms here recently. Well, so not for that, this yeah. poor soul. Day 15 with heart arrhythmia? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That's kind of crazy. A lot of, a lot of hard words to say in the medical community. You've got an arrhythmia. You've got a... Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, the murmur. A little help here from Tom. Uh, you're talking about Pink Beach. Thank you for clearing it up. There is a three-mile-long pink sand clearwater beach. It's located at Harbor Island. The stunning beauty of this pink sand beach will leave you awestruck. It is the color of pink shells, and the pink sand clearwater beach, Florida, is one of the most beautiful beaches to visit on Harbor Island. So. Ooh, looks like someone spilled their lemonade there, Virginia. I love a pink beach. It makes me think of the Barbie movie. Makes Mm -hmm. me think of, uh, yeah, Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) Amanda sent an email. She said, does anybody know if the time change is happening or not? Uh, I believe it is. I don't know what the heck's going on, but it's stuck in... Some governing body somewhere, and even though Florida's all for it, it takes uh, a, a, a national act. It's kind of like us with marijuana in the state. We kind of want it, but they're not going to do it because the federal government's kind of messing everything up. 
federal government needs to get their act together. Stop changing the time on us and just let people get weed for relief if they want it. Well, I think there's probably other reasons why that some of this stuff goes on. But I think it's going to get... Big pharma. Yeah, and, and, and no one wants to hear us talk about that. <laughs> I know I don't. We've ranted enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, there you go. And... Uh, Marie said, uh, Marie in Fort Lauderdale said, hey, I'm a little bit behind, but I heard you guys talking about the new law for the golf cart changes where you're going to have to have, just like you're driving a car, you're going to have to have a license or be a permitted driver with a licensed driver. I'm so sad because I promised my eight-year-old when she turns 14, she can start driving a golf cart. Oh. And now I got to break the bad news to her. Damn it. Yeah. So there you go. I want to I want to get one. I want to ride around to Cuesta, but I don't know, man. I feel like if I'm if I'm seen in a Saniki car, drama's gonna ensue. <laughs> Someone asked me, they go, so when you go out just to get your mail, do do people side eye you? Is, is it that kind of a situation in your neighborhood of that many people not liking you with the HOA? Me? Yeah, you. Oh, no, it's half and half. Well, that's what I'm saying. You walk out, get your mail. I know the one house that's right next to you, they hate your guts. The left hates me. The right loves me. The, the left still hates you. The left would shoot me. The right would take a bullet for me. Gosh, uh-huh. what, a, what a dynamic, man. It's weird. It is. But the, the problem's not me. It's the people on the left. I'm okay. a gem. She's a gem. <laughs> I, a I self-described got, gem. I rest your honor. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, some other emails here. Uh, Alan said, I got a question for the dudes on KBJ. The new woman that I'm dating likes to fall asleep and then wake up to me having sex with her. She says it's her biggest turn on. That kind of weirds me out, though, and I'm not really into the idea of having sex with somebody while they sleep. Is this something that would weird you out too much, or is this something that you could get past? As of right now, it's making me feel weird, and I'd love some perspective. Do you see this as a red flag? I would not be with if, – if that was your thing, first of all, I would not do it. And if it became a problem, it would probably be a deal breaker for me. The reason why I wouldn't do it, if I were back in the dating game now, I would be very careful with everything I do with accusations that can happen. And if you get somebody upset, you never know. And I just wouldn't, if they went and told anybody that, you know, that that could be a crime depending upon how they responded to it. So not for me. So I think if you trust your partner and, and you know for a fact this is something someone's turned on with and everyone's involved and it's consensual, Look, I, I don't. I don't try to ever make anybody feel weird about that. So you would bring the heat with that bone alarm clock. I think. Yeah, I think if that if someone really wanted that, and I knew that's what they wanted, and they were into that. Now I think if they you started doing it, and they they didn't want it that night or that morning or whatever, you stopped doing it. But if something, mean, I've heard of people being turned on by that before, mm-hmm. and if that's what really turns you on, and that's what gets you off, and everyone's in, everyone's consensual. I say, hey, let's play some ball. <laughs> Nighty okay. night. Yeah. You're slipping her melatonin. But no, no, no. Again, <laughs> everyone's got to be on the same page. Everyone's got to <laughs> feel like it's cool. And if everyone's into it, I, I say it's not a red flag. But you clearly aren't comfortable with it. Yeah. So then, you know, not everyone's cool with it. Mm-hmm. 
that's the reason why. I just, I, I don't know, man. Just, I, I don't, I don't like where that could go. I would be, there would be a lot of things going back and look. I mean, I haven't been in the dating for a very long time, but I can tell you, I would approach it different, and not that I was doing any, anything too radical, but there would be a lot of things in my head that I would be very careful of. Well, then you at that point, to me, at that point, you don't, you're not in a relationship where you both are trusting each other and you both aren't comfortable. I'm saying if you both could get to a place that you both were comfortable and you both, that's what you guys decided Mm -hmm. to do, that's different. But if if one person's not into it, I I think that's a a hairy situation. Yeah. What about you, Virginia? Do you think that uh, something like this is? Something that's okay, or do this you see is, it being problematic? This is not something you do with a girl that you're dating. If a girl that you're dating tells you this, this is something that you agree to, you know, if you're in a long-term, serious, committed relationship with mm-hmm. this girl. You don't do this, like, the first couple of times you sleep together. I mean, she's a billion percent right. Because it's just kind of weird if she said that to you in the very beginning. Yeah, I, I think this is something where you look if you if you are in a relationship. But say with like some, the Queen. Look at where you are now, Kevin. Yeah, you're in a marriage right. for many many years, and the Queen said to you, "Hey, babe, I would love it if you gave me the old bone alarm clock." Mm-hmm. And when you see that I'm sleeping, and you sneak in the room and you start putting it on me. That's what I really get turned on by. I mean, you know, it's a safe situation yeah. because you're married to her and. She's not setting you up. And She's not some girl you met at the club. And if you communicate, it's a morning or a night where you, you you try to do that. She's like, babe, not now. You stop and you immediately don't go on with that. Right. But mm-hmm. if, if you trust each other, I don't think, I mean, I see what you're saying, Kev, but I think you're thinking about, you know, a situation where you don't trust somebody. And I would not do that with somebody when it comes to any. The queen, any, queen's a different story. And I see that to me, it would have to be a very serious committed relationship or marriage to that point. And, you know, if any of my kids were dating somebody, they were not that we would even talk about this kind of stuff. Oh, but, yeah, you will on the basic right. book of bitch yeah, podcast. I never know what I'm going to get hit with. But if I got <laughs> hit with that, I would, uh, like if my, you know, oldest son was bringing this up, I would say, and you're asking my opinion, I'd say I would strongly discourage you from doing this. I don't see Colin ever bringing that up. No. But Caitlin would. <laughs> well, I think, yeah. I think, I think you got to be, to y'all's point, when it comes to that kinky side where whatever you're into, that mm. needs to be done with somebody you can trust because you don't you don't want somebody, you know. And it's all about, you know, how long have you been with this person? What yeah. level of commitment are, have you given to each other? And then you consider doing stuff that's a little weird or yeah. non-traditional. But if everyone's involved and it's non-traditional and, and everyone's cool with it, I don't think you should feel bad about that. The best case scenario is you really turn on your girlfriend and your sex life is amazing. Worst case scenario, you do 10 to 15 years in prison. <laughs> So, you know, that's what I would look at. To me, I'd be like, eh, for me. Yeah, but you're, you're talking about a different situation, though. If, uh, th- 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 we're, she th- wakes up, and as she's waking up, you're getting started, and she's or into it. Or you're into it, yeah. And, and that's, that's just the whole thing. Let's say that, you know, you never know. You deal, I, I, even in my time, I had dated some girls that, whoa, okay, I didn't see that coming. That was a, a left turn. They really, you know, got me spinning. I didn't see that. So luckily, it was about things that were benign. But to me, I wouldn't want a girl spinning me around. If her be like, "Oh my God, what are you doing? This is rape!" And I'd be like, "No, no, no, no! You told me that this is a turn on." 
And I'd be like, no. And then she starts freaking out. And you're like, oh, my gosh. And then she goes running out and there's yeah, a roommate. Yeah, that's not the person you would want to ever, ever be a part of doing this kind of kink type of thing with. Yeah, but how would you even know? Well, I think Until, you got to trust the person. Yeah, it would take a, take a long time. That's why we that. use the queen as the example. Yes. For me, that'd be the only person I'd consider it with. For me personally. Everybody, you know, you do, y'all do your own thing, but. Uh, I got an email here. Somebody said, uh, I'm not originally from the United States, and I've got a question. Why does your country make your cashiers stand the entire time during their shift? My girlfriend works at a popular drugstore, and she's not allowed to sit. Even after she hurt her back, they would not allow her to sit. I've noticed that all cashiers in the U.S. make their cashiers stand. Why does your country do this? I don't know. Now, that would be, I think that would be an issue if you're talking about a popular drugstore, and she went to you and said, I have a hurt back. Could I please sit during my shift? And they said no. I would imagine she probably could file a suit, and I would think would win. I don't know that it's anything that's mandated that anybody has to stand. I've seen at Publix a few cashiers that uh, will sit or lean on something. So I would think if you were talking about one of our big pharmacies that was making somebody do that, I, I could see that being a a lawsuit. I think sitting is like a sign of laziness. They, yeah, you, and people will say, "Oh, if you're sitting down on the job, you're you're not up and, and working." But yeah, it would kind of be nice to maybe get the cashiers a stool, kind of like we have in here, mm-hmm. where we're up, but we can sit, so we're not like on our feet all day. That was one of the things they taught you at the golf course was if you are sitting down, you it looks lazy. It's not you always you can't point. You have to walk all the time with with people. Sitting was definitely frowned upon, but mm-hmm. sit, standing does suck. I could <laughs> I see people do the standing with radio. I hate that. I would yeah. hate to do a standing radio show. Yeah, no. And the fact they you know they'd asked us that because as we're doing the new studio, they're like, okay, what kind of you know? I guess they make a standing board and a sitting board. Fuck I guess that. That you can do. <laughs> so I didn't even know that was a, a thing. We're too old for a standing board. Yeah. I feel like I am. I feel like I'm going to run through the wall if I stand. Sitting almost somewhat keeps me ground. If I stand, man, I turn real hyper. Well, you stand up when you're like uh, in the in the heat of competition. Yeah, I'm a fucking maniac when I stand. Mm. I've got to sit down. You want him seated. You yeah. Need, you need me sitting. <laughs> I guess what we have right now is actually called a standing board, even though we're all sitting. So we just means, had an adjusted chair. Yeah, so you have an adjusted chair. But this is how a cashier would be, too. If they would give a cashier, like, this kind of chair, then they'd be fine. Yeah, I'd be curious what the legalities are of that. I'd imagine that could be something you could uh, wind up in trouble with if yeah. you did not allow a cashier who has a back issue that lets you know about it sit. They stand at Publix, right? Oh, yeah. So, I, Like I said, I've seen a few that, have, that are sitting. So some do every now and then. But yeah, a lot, of them, a lot of them do stand, but I think you would have to at least give that opportunity. Man, I sat over the weekend at Publix. What? Someone tried ordering that one sandwich on the menu. The falafel sub? The, 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 yeah, one of the vegan subs. Was and it you? No, it was not <laughs> me, and it turned to fucking hell. Wow. Yeah. It's the number one on the board. I know. I'll stop ranting. But I saw it again this weekend. They just don't make enough of them. Well, there's just no communication. My son played a little uh, 
what he thought was going to be a funny joke on his grandma um, at the Publix deli. She was going out to get him a sub. And he asked for um, – so she, she's like, okay, well, write down what you want on the sub. And so he wrote it down. And so she's going through the sub, and she's like, I want uh, chicken, whatever, the chicken tender sub. I want lettuce. I want cheese. And I want some D's nut sauce. And <laughs> they're like, what do you want? And she's like, D's nuts sauce. Can you put some D's nuts on it? And they're like, I don't know. We have a sauce like that. D's <laughs> nuts. And they're like, how do you spell it? And she goes, D-E-E-Z-N-U-T-Z-Z-Z. And they just started laughing at her. And she came home. She was so fucking pissed. Was she? <laughs> oh, my gosh. She, she just was, ordered cheese She's like, I nuts. spelled it. And they started laughing in my face. There was no laughing from her at all? No. She Eventually? Was, she, no. I, she, <laughs> she came home. She whopped him upside the head. And she went back to her room and shut the door. She was not. She did not find the humor in that. Oh, oh. Debbie, don't play. She, Damn. <laughs> Damn. So, so don't do the up dog prank. <laughs> Take the up dog. And I don't know. I mean, she's, you know, she's, uh, she spends, maybe she, and Cannon could do no wrong. So I'm sure probably, you know. She's going to hear about it, and people are going to laugh about it. In fact, somebody said Caitlin posted it up on her Instagram about it. So That's funny. Yeah, so I'm sure it'll come back up again. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Debbie. I know. Poor grandma. We're not laughing at you. Yes. We're laughing near you. Right. It's funny. It's, uh, it's an old joke. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not. You just aren't. Young and, and crazy, and my son loves a D's nuts joke. Uh, yeah, it's like, and Kane has been on this joke forever. Like, it's like, dude, I thought we were, uh, isn't it time to retire D's nuts? Not if it's still getting people. Well, it's a classic. It's it really, a classic. Okay. It's kind of like Don't Stop Believing. It, okay. I get why it's still sustained. It, it's, it's, I think it was by the time she spelled out the third Z and <laughs> <in> nuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nuts. Nuts. N-U-T-Z-Z-Z. And it's such a vulgar D's nuts. He probably just thought grandma would get the joke and not order that. And it's a grandma. You know, know, Debbie, she still wears her mask in the car and everywhere she goes. So she's got her mask on. You can't even really see her face. So, you know, it's just probably the whole package. I wonder if I could get a dad on that. I bet I could. You think? Yeah. No, your dad knows D's nuts. I don't know if he does. You think if he went into a deli, you could put it as the last thing some D's nut sauce, and he'd be like, "Yeah, I'll take some D's nut sauce." (laughs) Next time your dad is here, you've got to try this. There's no way my dad would not. He would anchorman that thing. Oh yeah, I'll take the uh, with extra cheese and D's nuts. (laughs) He would. I I know he would get up. We gotta do this. We got. Uh, oh, 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 man. Uh, I think if I get, you get more people than you think. If someone's just reading it off paper. Yeah, that's it. So you send them to get you a sandwich or whatever, and then the last thing you write is a little bit of D's nut sauce. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Because by the time they get to spelling out D's nuts, and you got to have three Z's at the end. Pissing off grandmas everywhere. Oh, yeah. D's nuts. Uh, grandma's least favorite joke <laughs> is a good old D's nuts joke. So <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, thank you all for uh, clocking back in here on a Tuesday. Y'all have a good one. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.